Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. And today I'm gonna to share with you a little trader assessment that we did in the live trading room. Just to give you some background, we were talking about a trading situation on the chart, talking with a trader who used trend lines, but we had some differences in the answers that he gave, which really allowed us to dig in and see if there's an actual rules-based reason for what he's doing. Now, if you guys have never been in a live trading room, you can do so. Just head over to www.tier1trading.com. You can join the London session and the New York session as part of your 14-day trial membership. You can also catch the first session of my live trading room each and every day on YouTube at 7.30 a.m. New York. All right, see you there. Why would we use a tool that has no use in our trading? If we're going to use something, it has a purpose in our trading, right? What would be the point of using? So we, we can't use if So if, if we have a trading plan and our trading plan tells us what we require for analysis, what we require for entries, and our, our goal is to follow this specific trading plan, why would we put something on a chart Unless we're experimenting with it and we're like, we're, we're so like the volume indicator I showed you guys, for example, right? That's something that I'm doing a year long experiment with. I'm seeing, I'm doing basically live testing, saying, hey, does this affect my trading at all? And the plan is to eventually use it if it, if it works. If it doesn't work, then if it doesn't bring value or add something, you throw it away. If it does, you use it. But why would we ever use something on a chart? Why would we ever draw something on a chart that we don't? use in our trading what what's the and it, it could be me right, right so correct me if i'm wrong i'm wrong a lot but what what would be the purpose or the value of that would it not just add confusion and uncertainty right if if orsi's drawing trend lines but she can't actually use trend lines in her trading for anything whether it be analysis whether it be entry level whether it be whatever what's the what's the value in her adding trend lines the only, only thing I see is it would add more confusion where she can either talk herself into an idea with a negative confirmation bias because she's using something, putting something on that she doesn't really need to use, but she put it on because it's going to help her tell herself what she needs to hear to take a trade, which would mean she's breaking the rules of her trading plan. Or it's going to confuse us. It's going to put us, allow us to, uh, you know, maybe take a trade off or move a trade entry down again but we're using something that isn't part of our trading plan. So I, I don't see the, I don't see the point in there. I, I don't have a problem with trend lines at all. I, I don't care what anyone uses, right? Market Wizard's a guy used an almanac, right? Looked at the, looked through a telescope at the stars and used that for trading. He didn't actually look through a telescope, but he used the almanac, right? And seasonality, stuff like that. Um, whatever you, you know, however you make money is you, but from a coaching perspective, I, I, I do not see the point of putting something on your chart that has no place in your trading plan aside from like testing purposes. That's like me looking at a MACD, right? The MACD, I don't use a MACD in my trading at all. That's like me having a MACD on my chart and saying, hey, MACD is above the zero line. Well, what does that mean in your trading? Well, nothing, Akil. Then why is it on the chart? Why is it on a chart? Greg says, the way I see it, I use many tools, some with different levels of usefulness. I use, now, now, Greg, now here's, here's why I have a problem. We started off this conversation with you using trend lines. In the middle of the conversation, you said you didn't use trend lines. Now you said you use trend lines. Which one is it? 
I use tread lines, but as a guide to determine useful areas, that's it. Then I use other tools. Okay, so let, let's, let's, I want to get to the, 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 the basics of this because I want to get you on the right path. Do you use trend lines, yes or no? Let's just have a, let's forget everything we, we spoke about before. Let's get a definitive answer so we, we know where we stand. Let's define this relationship. So yes, I'll give you, I'll give you, do you want to take that back or are you going to stay with your yes? Because you, you do realize you said yes and then you said no and then you said yes again, right? And perhaps I'm reading it wrong, but I do remember that. So you do use trend lines. Okay, perfect. You use trend lines as a guide to determine useful areas. Okay, perfect. That, that is using them then. Yeah. And no one was ever saying that you use trend lines and only trend lines. No one was saying that. No one was saying that you only use trend lines as the only thing and nothing else. No, but we're just asking, do you use them in your analysis? And I, I think that the the... The panic that came, and you can correct I apologize for judging, but this is just decades of coaching traders. I think the panic that came is when I asked you, how do you make the adjustment for a situation where price action breaks and closes below the, uh, the trend line like we have on the chart in front of you? I think you didn't actually have an answer for that question. So you kind of went into panic mode instead of saying, hey, that's just something I need to work on. I could be wrong with that. I don't, I don't like judging or assuming, but again, that's my spidey sense tingled when I heard that. So you don't need to panic or, or get afraid when I say that. All that means is that, hey, this is a hole in the trading plan that we need to fix. If we don't have a rule for how we adjust trend lines based on whatever happens in the market, whether it's new lows, new highs, new wicks, new closes, then that's something that we need to revisit and we need to start kind of putting in some rules for that. That way, when it happens again, we know how to use it. Orsi asked the same question in the Monday Q&A session or a similar question where she said, hey, we're talking about inside and outside levels of structure and, and, and which is useful, which is not useful and stuff like that. And she said, hey, I'm looking at the Euro Swiss right now and we're at all time lows. I take targets based off structure, but Akil, we're at all time lows. How do I place targets? Because there's no structure. And that is a situation she's never faced before. So it's like, oh, man, but that's. A small hole because all-time highs and lows aren't going to happen too much in the forex market right if you're trading indices it's a different story but that was that was something in the trading plan that she didn't account for because it probably never happened in the back testing or anything else <laughs> it probably never happened so now we looked at it and it's like okay well now we need to have we need to create some type of rules for this because we don't have it and that is our job as traders, right? Our, our, our trading plan is never going to be completely done, right? We're never going to see everything that the market has to give because the market does give new things. We are going to find and discover stuff. Hopefully, we, we find and discover most of these questions during backtesting. And that's usually the case, maybe 90%. But every once in a while, the market's going to give you something weird. And you're going to be like, I don't know. I've never seen that before. How do I, even, even I get that to this day where I'm like, I don't know what my rule is for this, which means I don't have a rule for it. So what we do is we screenshot it, we think about it. And even if it's rare, we just, we create a rule where it's like, okay, well, if I get two patterns setting up at the same time, I, I take the first one and I ignore the second one. Or false breakouts was a relatively new rule for me. Right? So we got to do that. Uh, Greg says... I used to use them as a reason for entering a trade a long time ago. I no longer do that. That's what I meant by not using them. Okay, there we go. So you use them, but they're not your reason for entering a trade. They're just part of the overall analysis. Do I have that correctly? 
or understood. They are part of your IP, IPD, right? Part of your identification, your prediction, your decision. All right. Now I'm not going to hound you, but I still want to. I would still like an answer on how do you adjust for something like this. You don't have to answer if you don't want, because I don't want to take this too far. But how do we handle a situation like this? I'm, I'm still curious about this when it comes to trend lines, because I'm not a trend line. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you learned something. And again, you can substitute trend line for whatever rule you may be struggling with in your trading. The key is consistency. We need to be rules based. We need to be consistent in what those rules are. And of course, we need to be consistent in following those rules. So hopefully it helped. And again, if you want to join me in the live room, join the discussion, talk about some pairs, talk about your trading situation, you can do so. Just head over to www.tier1trading.com. Sign up for that 14-day trial and I'll see you on the platform.